Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm an interviewer, journalist, author, and broadcaster. And what you're about to hear is one of the 1,400 interviews I did. But please allow for the fact that many of the interviews were done for the print media and recorded on cassette tapes. So some are, let's say, sonically challenged. But I happen to believe that sonic considerations should give way to historical significance at times. And I'm glad to say that at least some powers that be in RT Radio 1 agreed with me on this and broadcast between 2015 and 2018 many of my interviews in a series called The Joe Jackson Tapes Revisited. What follows is a program that I would have included in that series where it's still on the air. But let me say something specific about the interview at Larry Gogan. It was done in 2002 after the death of his wife, Flory, and his soulmate. I wanted to find out how Larry had managed to deal with the loss given that he was back on air. I hoped maybe I could pass on to readers some guidelines when it came to dealing with the death of a loved one. I also wanted to get to know Larry, one of Ireland's broadcasting legends and someone about whom I had heard no one say anything other than he's a genuinely nice guy. But here I should say that at the time I also worked in RTE, albeit on Radio 1. And I had done so since 1989 when I began working with Mike Murphy, my mentor, on the art show. However, one reason I'd rarely even met Larry Gogan in the building was that Mike's first advice to me was not to become a part of any clique in RTE, not to even have coffee in the coffee shop, simply to do as he did, get in, get your show done and go home. I'm glad Mike gave me that advice, though I paid a price for it in the long run. Also, in terms of Larry, soon after I joined RTE, I found there was, in Radio 1, among some, let's say, less enlightened souls, a condescending attitude towards those who were just DJs on 2FM. It was the same kind of nonsense I encountered at the Irish Times among some who worked in the area of current affairs and looked down on those of us who worked in the world of the arts. Politics are cool, pop music is not, they say, the poor things. Pop music serves its purpose. At best, it raises the spirits in troubled times and no one could raise spirits as much as Larry with even the infectious and passionate lifelong love he had for popular music. During a pandemic, he's missed more than ever. That's one reason I'm putting together this two-part podcast, to remind us of those golden hours when the late Larry Gogan ruled the airwaves. Enjoy. I think that's a, it's a cheery and, and hopeful right. to start on too. Right. Just the idea that the actual, these figures come out and they mm. do show an increase. Mm. They show a, a sustained popularity. Mm. At a time when we'd say people like Dave has been cut back for certain, his show's been dropped back. I mean, is any of that consolation, compensation at a time like this in your life, or is it just almost irrelevant? <coughs> oh, no, 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 it's not irrelevant at all. Right. Um, I'm very aware. I mean, there was a time when you never heard about figures because there was no opposition like uh, yeah. there, as there yeah. is today. Yeah. Now, of course, there are so many stations. and Even Radio uh, 1. Even Radio 1 <laughs> and, and, and uh, you know, all the Dublin stations and the Cork yeah. stations and all the stations yeah. all over the country. And every day there seems to be a new station bombing yeah, up. Is, and, yeah. and all of those people uh, potentially can kind of take something from you. The same as if another supermarket opens next door to yeah. you near a supermarket. Yeah. The, somebody's going to go into it. So it's a great consolation to know. And it was a great consolation to know uh, that I'd gone up a few thousand, even though it was only yeah. 3,000 or something. We don't have to mention the figure. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> so it was only... <laughs> but it's a great consolation to know that... That was that family. Had, you swung up with family. <laughs> family <yeah>. Extended family. <laughs> that, we, that it had gone up and that you can hold your own, like, you know, yeah. and particularly when, when you're, you're going, like, so long, I suppose. 
um, <clears throat> that people aren't fed up with you or something like that, you know. But, but, but like, do, you see, I know that people are being cut back, like Fanning and you and all mm, on 2FM started. Mm, it was all on board for the first time mm, round, wasn't mm. it? And Dave's been cut <coughs> back. And, and the only three of us there, the only three yeah. of us left from the originals, Jerry, right. Ryan and Dave and myself, yeah. We were the yeah. only three. But Dave's been cut back. Now, Jerry and yourself then are kind yeah. of holding <coughs> your own. Yeah, well, Jerry does very well. He does a great yeah. talk show, though, Jerry. Yeah. He's brilliant, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a brilliant broadcaster. But, but isn't this part of it, because Larry, I'm looking around, the minute I walked into the room, it's like Hot Press, Q Magazine, Billboard. Oh, and this, I didn't this put... Is the, no, you sorry. did. They were all so <laughs> strategically placed. No, they weren't. No, not at all. They just ring no, it's been, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, And your I, gold discs, of course. Well, they, the, the reason they're there is that John Clark brought, brought those up to me last week. What are they for? I tell you now, all they right. were going to have this surprise party for me, seemingly, at Christmas, right, and okay. I, I got sick. Okay. And... Uh, that is the first record I ever played on radio. Which is what? Uh, Johnny Tillotson. Poetry in Motion. Very well. Right, all right, okay. 19, I started in 61. Yeah, 62. 61. 61, 61 was yeah, it? Okay. Have, I started in 61. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at it. It would be 61. Uh, it should be 61. Um, I can't I can oh, do that with that. I, I think, think it 61. is. It should be 61. Is ah, that's that? a lovely present for Christ's sake. And uh, it's fantastic. And those there are w one record from each... Unless my eyesight's wrong, it's 1960, but then it could have been... Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 it could have been 1960, yeah. but it yeah. was the record I played, right. and you yeah, know the way... 61. By the time, sometimes yeah. it might have, mightn't have been released here till the next year, or yeah, might have been December, or November, <laughs> when it was released, and I was on it. Right, right. And, and, that, and that one there, it's one record from each decade that was on the radio for oh, 40 years. And what, very are, nice what are they? Well, I, I, I don't yeah, even know. I did, actually, but... Uh, he, he, no, I think that's... I, that's a very thoughtful present. I think it's, it's, it's very nice. Well, it is very nice, fellas. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I mean, he, I, she loves you by the Beatles. Now, these are not ah, good old Elvis. I get him. People will think I wrote Elvis in. Uh, I you two and, and, and Van Morrison. He just, he just picked out the artists they thought I liked. <laughs> I don't and Desire. That I think they just. That's great. But though. but I think but that's uh, great. Uh, yeah that's but, but it is not yeah it was, yeah. It was nice of the fellas yeah. like you know yeah. it was it was and then they had this thing planned similarly and then I get sick but he he came up me out to lunch last week right. <laughs> and, and uh, he brought them with him you know I, I was delighted because I, I haven't hung them up yet <coughs> all right um, no that's nice that's lovely but so it, do, it does help and you you are it? I mean this stuff is not around I'm, I was only kidding actually sure, I know you're talking about I know me. that no, no, <laughs> no, but, but, but that is part of the reason you stay on, on board and you did say I saw in the paper last <laughs> week that even after your recent uh, tragedy you said to yourself at one point I better start checking the charts again yeah well I, I did. better well, get back down and start doing it again <laughs> Yeah, but I, like um, I've been getting billboards since I started to. I mean, for yeah, wherever and and uh, Music Week, and uh, and yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that if if you if you if you're um, you're working as a DJ and uh, I'm not a, a critic like say that, yeah. that you would be uh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, and you're trying to play what uh, people want and want to hear. And I don't mean that you don't play what people yeah, want no, to hear, okay. but you know what I mean. No, you know, I do. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. believe that I'm a critic, and I should. And and, and I can't understand. Um, uh, DJs that play a record and say that's a terrible rubbishy record. Or something. Right. Say, well, why All is right. he playing it then? All right. All you know. Right. So I, I, I believe that that. Uh, um, but you must at some point. Oh, oh yeah, of course you do. I played say. loads of rubbishy <laughs> records in my time. Yeah, but I mean, but the but the people wanted them. But it's, it's right. saying, nothing okay. about them right. because if this is what they want and this is the kind of the, this is the people they're listening to, <laughs> then right. you're going right. to play it. But isn't that part but of your longevity too? <clears> the fact that you recognise that and you know it and you will play by those by, by those rules. Well, I study them and people might think. What would you buy on Billboard? And, 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 and you, I do study the kind of breakouts and the, and the records that are breaking right. out in different parts right. of things and, and the same with, with and, the, and the playlists and things like that. Uh, so you know that you can see kind of records that are beginning to kind of move and are, are, are doing well and things. 
and then you, you try and get them and play them yourself and that kind of thing. And and I think that you, that if if you're supposed to be a DC, you should be doing your job. All you know, right. like, and where does personal job. taste come into it? <coughs> when would you be able to spin poetry in motion again and say I still love it? Yeah. Still sounds great. Yeah, it could of course. Yeah, because the golden I complain the golden hour like you know the, the golden right. hour is very yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, stuff yeah that. that's true. Uh, the other hour is the the current kind. So I can yeah. still play something that I, that I like, like you know, and yeah. and, and uh, no one has ever said to me, why do you not to play anything? You know, right. never. Uh, you, you can always play. Something that you like and say, this is a good record. I think this should. I've done often yeah. do that, all the, yeah. you know, and say this, this, this is a record I like, and I think it should do, do well. Do you still like it when you hear music? Yeah. Do you still get the thrill you got when you were a kid. Yeah. First heard someone else playing. Yeah, it. sure. Yeah, because I, I, I think I'd, I'd give up if I didn't. If I didn't like it, I think you'd go nuts. And who know? was the first person you listened to spinning a platter, playing a disc, <laughs> and going, God, I, this is what I want to do? I'd say Alan Freeman. I'd say. Was it Freeman? Yeah. Fluff? On two oh eight or BBC? Yeah, two oh eight. Yeah, and and um, I was off the job and. Two oh eight months. Oh, did you? Was that when you and Brendan went for the first, the first bout of uh, when they were looking for DJs? No, I. I not okay. What happened? What happened to me was, I I I uh, uh, did a program for the Capital Show Band, which was much right, more than the Capital yeah. Show Band, on Luxembourg. They, they, they Luxembourg right, used to have okay. sponsored programs, right. same as uh, as our quarter hour programs as yeah. RT did, and uh, they had a program after he won the, uh, the sorry after he he was in the Eurovision right. Song Contest. They uh, booked time in Luxembourg and they did right. this program. They asked me to do it. It was recorded in the Tommy Ellis studios here. And they they got on uh, Jeffrey Everett, I think it was the first oh, right. chart. And they got on to me and said, "Would I come and work for them?" And it was it was it was a, a you'd have to go and live in Luxembourg. Oh, right. And we weren't long married. I remember saying to Florida, "Would you like yeah. uh, to go?" Yeah. And she says, "Where's Luxembourg?" I said, <laughs> "It's a little country between France and oh no, I don't want to go there." <laughs> so I never went. Did you ever regret that? <laughs> no, I don't think so, really. You know, but Luxembourg would have been something that you would have looked up to because <laughs> yeah, it at the time it was the station of the stars. Oh, oh it, was it was the station the of the stars. Wasn't it? Yeah, you know, and it was. Also, the only station given good time and full time to Mark. Yeah, that's true. It was actually. I used to do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, RTE had um, an hour on Sunday or something. Well, well, when when I did we, when I was there first, when when did they had the top ten on a Monday night, and uh, even at that time they only had and the pop call on Wednesday. That was about it. Was that that was it? And 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 they used to divide between us all. You know, you we had three weeks on and. We'd be on for four weeks and then some other. Could you make a living on that? No, it's sponsor programs. I really yeah. made a living from. Uh, oh, it was right, a hard okay. old slog, like you right, know, to, to make right. a living. But um, there were there were uh, uh, sponsor programs. I suppose were like an alternative station. I suppose there was something like sixty sponsor programs at one time. Right. On, on that. Well, this is what gay and all. I remember all yeah, that stuff. The that's right. Frankies and the, those kind of things. And if you must, if you do yeah. must sing a song, do sing an Irish, Irish song. Irish song, that kind of thing. Yeah, I know. I used to do it a lot. But they, but look at it in England. I mean, I was a schoolboy, and they stay in your brain. But uh, but I, I, uh, I they, they wouldn't let you follow yourself. I remember because they they they, they uh, I remember them uh, sending for me one time and say you know uh, do you want to come in here on Monday morning and nine o'clock and say this is Larry Gunn signing on and finish on a Saturday night and say this is Larry Gunn signing off you know I said I can't be I can't have people you know want to give me work and you were only paid like a few pounds for yeah. each program you know so yeah. you, you had how, to have how about much did you get? five or ten <coughs> five or something like five yeah. guineas the were guineas, guineas. Yeah. a fifteen minute program. Mm. Right, okay, but you got so, free. You got free dads. It was for dads. <laughs> I did not. Get oh, was it? I did dads. You got I your clothes cleaned. Lazy Imco, no? <laughs> no, I did the Imco show one time too. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, never. You got never, your no, no, never, no, never, never got that either. No. <laughs> but when <laughs> but I, I thought I'd go to Eamon Andrews used to do the Imco show one right, time. Yeah, okay. Uh, but what about when you first identified you want? I know that Brenda did a bit of acting. I mean, would mm. you have? Been I was a boy actor. Path? Were you? Yeah. Doing, all right, doing. I was a. I was a boy actor. That's how you play Oliver. No, <laughs> I was a boy actor. 
and the gaiety playing in some like life with father. I was maybe go back to school or something like fourteen or something. Like that. All right, I'm sixteen. And um, uh, what's life with father? Was Was it okay? And I'm supposed to know theatre. Yeah, yeah, like it was a film too with with, with William Powell. I remember that's it. It yeah. was great. Yeah, in fact, was, my partner. Four, four, uh, that's right. Kids. My partner raised last uh, Christmas. Charlotte Bradley. She's oh, an yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, oh, yeah. "Joe, I would love you to get me for Christmas not Life with Father, but the second one." Oh yeah. I forget what it was called, uh, and I had to get it on video from Amazon in America. Right? It was the second. Uh, Installment of that story, oh, yeah, and the kids watched it, and we all loved it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a, good. There was the the, the um, there were there were uh, four kids. And like we, the all had, and we all had red hair because I remember they dyed their hair red. You know? All right, okay. And I remember coming home to my mother and saying, "Jesus, what have they done to you?" <laughs> I said, "Well, you have to have red hair because it was a joke." You see, the father came with red hair. I think. Okay. And I can't remember the exact. But first right. of all, the first son comes down, and yeah. they all they all have red hair or something. All right. It was okay. one of the gags right. in it, I suppose. All right. But just we were very small, I yeah, very With small. The but what was that? Was that something you wanted to do, or something? Yeah, well, I, I was, I, I, I used to be on plays in school or something like that, and and, and um, uh, an uncle of mine, um, Paddy Gogan, was manager of the Queen's Theatre at one moment, and uh, some they, they obviously heard that we were looking for boys or something for them to play. I remember them saying to me that these people are looking for the, the gaiety. I think we're looking for boys right. who should go down and right. do an audition or something, and that's when I. Did, it and got this did you like it though? Or did you, I did, did yeah. You but I always wanted to be no Ray. I always wanted did to be you? DJ. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be. Did you get a real remember to back when you were a kid or something? Uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can. Uh, I had, I had a real to real, yeah. Right. Now no Phillips machine or something. Phillips, yeah. Was it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 My dad used to have them yeah. too. But I, 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 I um, can you ever remember doing anything with real to reels where you went, God, this is magic? Or just. No, there's not a moment like not, that. Not, not. I can't think of a right. particular moment right. like you know. But, but um, I, I always had in mind that she listened to. This is what I want to do. This is, this is, this is what I, the thing. And, and uh, I, we had a shop in Fairview, um, okay, a news agent shop, and and um, um, uh, I used to work in the shop. It reminded me about my five brothers and two girls, two sisters, and we all kind right. of worked on. And and there was somebody told me this girl coming into the shop worked in. And advertise, I produced radio programs. It was Maura Fox. I don't know if they ever came across right. her. No, she, was, right. she was in McConnell's in the latter years, and then she retired. I think. But um, so I used to ask her. Uh, I believe you produced terribly cheek, of course. Oh, right, she's okay. come in to buy our Irish Times in the morning. Say, <laughs> uh, I, I want to be a DJ. You know, and she says, Oh well, you know, I, well I'll organise something. She did. Now, did give she? Her a yeah. Uh, Were we then sixteen eighty? Yeah, was, and she and she she um, she actually. Um, um, brought me into to uh, Janus Advertising, which I don't think exists today. It was up in uh, Manchus. J A N U S. Yeah. There were, I remember there was two kind of faces on the thing. Right. Uh, but after she was in McConnell's for a long, I looked after huge accounts and things like that. But she she brought me in there anyway, and they had a little kind of a, a demo st- studio or something like that. And uh, she gave me a kind of audition, and she gave me a part, and, and I was, that was the first thing I ever did on radio, was a part in the district nurse, um, right. playing a young lover or something like that. Oh, right, okay. Thing. Romantic uh, lead? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a sponsor programme. And this was Larry Hargis. It was a sponsor programme for Cousin oh. Soap. All right, okay. Okay, so, so you kept it play clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With no choice. <laughs> and the tra- and, uh, yeah, no, I'm okay. And the transition then. I mean, so I said to her, I, I, I really want to be a disc jockey. All right. And she said, I'll send you to Freddie Donovan and the Eminem Studios. Okay. And that's what she did. Right. And she sent me to him. 
And he put me on to Billodon. Right. And they gave me an audition, and he said, oh, you want to go away and practice them? Wait, what did they say? What, what was they, they, they say? Gave me, he's, he, he, he gave me an audition. He, said, he says, yeah, you have a good voice, something like that, but right. you, you want to go and practice, and, 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 and I used to practice on a machine, and what do you call it, on the, the reel-to-reel yeah. machine and that kind of stuff. And uh, eventually he sent for me, uh, they, they sent for me again, and they, they, um, they gave me a, a commercial to read on a, on a sponsor program or something. And um, then I would go in for, you know, there were, there were various, they used to hold, our, when, when, when a client had presumably come and say, we want to do a program, they'd say, well, these are the voices we have. And eventually oh, okay. they were picking me out All for right, something. Okay. Because, I, because uh, up to that time, apart from gay, um, let's see now, because Wogan started about the same time as myself. Yeah. And there were, there were mostly actors did the, Oh, right, okay. The programmes, you know right. what I mean? There were the right. lots of programmes. There weren't, there weren't kind of DJs right. as such. You know, right. early, you'd, you'd have all these actors with their beautiful voices. Well, you voices see, I've listened to them. When I did the Years Go Pop, I listened to the old yeah. vaults, and they were all very plummy, yes, quasi-BBC yeah. voices. Yes, right, yeah. Weren't they? Yeah. It's like they had Dickie Bowes yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> to say, here's the word. Very, yeah. very like that. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yes, but they were like that. how are Yes, that's But they were all like that. All right. But you didn't have to dress in a Dickie Bowes program. like that. <laughs> so I suppose when when the, when the I don't know when someone came along you were different or something like that. Right. But, but suddenly I started to get a lot. At one time I remember doing fourteen sponsor programs. That was the time when your man says, "Do you want to be coming in here?" The more they wouldn't let you. They wouldn't let you fa- <laughs> follow yourself. And I said, well, "I can't have people." Oh me. right, you know, you wouldn't let two of your shows follow each other. Yeah, because except at nights, like I think, because Cal, right. Cal McCabe used to tell a story. That he, that he he was coming down for for a, uh, an interview. For a job as a producer, and he said, God, "I better listen to this." He was from Belfast, or he was from Derry, actually. He was from Belfast. He turns on the radio, and uh, it was this is Larry going the Big Tom program saying bye bye, and then the announcer says, "Here is Larry going with his favorite ballet music," and he keeps saying, "What the fuck is this?" And then there was a quarter of ballet music, and then there was another sponsor program. There, were, there used to be all these show band programs right. on at night from eleven right. to a quarter to a quarter to twelve. But in fact, how the, the ballet program came in is they used to do record fillers, you know, yeah. and you would do them at some other time. You know the way they'd say, in case there was no, there was no client, oh, right. you know what I mean? Right. They'd stick in right. a, a filler. Yeah. So they, they used to get your, some other, the music department would say, could you do you know, a program for us? And they'd read a script or something like that, and ballet music. And you wouldn't know when it was going to go in. Right. But I mean, it just, it just was kind of, it was just a fluke, I think, that, right. that right. I was on three programs, <laughs> one after the other, like, when he was coming down. But <clears throat> they... they they were they were uh, sponsor programs were good though in in their time a lot of them were yeah. well presented uh, and uh, well produced programs except in, in the end they, they they tended to be a lot of kind of um, bands and things like that which weren't great some show them. bands yeah yeah they became kind of I, I mean my memory of yeah. as a kid is the same so, it seemed like somebody was being paid to play the same records over and over oh, yeah, and they, all, they weren't always the best show no they weren't either they weren't you see like if there would be Pi Records might have a say on this one and Deco would have yeah. control over another yeah. one or whomever but you see that, that was the thing that that uh, um, I thought was unfair, and no, no, unfair is not the right word. <coughs> and I suppose dishonest is maybe not the right word. But right. but RTE wouldn't play. Say some fellow brought out a record, and they'd say, "And oh, that's not good enough. We won't play that." But they would accept the money for a sponsor program from that oh, band. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, and and then would the record could be played or ah. wouldn't be played. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. There's a little loophole there. With a loophole. You could sneak if you were doing, if you were doing the program like you Right. Program, right. They'd say, "No, no, you can't play that." God, that's terrible. Rubbish, you can't play that, but still, <laughs> they would take their but money. It was a clever it. way of getting the people to buy the sponsored quarter of an hour, quarter of an hour, yeah, because it was, it? yeah, it was all right, <laughs> you know, the god knows whom from, from the back arse of where you know, the only way you get your record in is buy the bloody. But I mean, I've talked with Joe Dolan about that, and oh, yeah. he said that's how Make Me an Island was a hit, uh, because Caroline or whatever that yeah, the person like, who yeah. ran it yeah. owned the publishing rights in it, oh, yeah, yeah, so it was a power play. 
once an hour, twice an hour, okay, three yeah, times an that's hour. Right, yeah. So, I mean, this is how it worked then, wasn't it? Yeah, you that's know? oh yeah. People used to think you were when there was payola, but there's no such thing. We never got payola. Like, no, no, no person has just to me imprint that he used to put an odd fiver into an envelope. He never mentioned your good self, Larry. But I remember he owes me a couple, man. <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, getting a fiver from somebody, all right, and, and going to uh, uh, Roisin Oregon was there and saying, well, Look at this thing. Uh, somebody sent me this money, but sent, sent it back to them. And they were very upset that were they? he would send it back. They didn't mean it in any bad way. They thought that was the way it was done, you know. Yeah, so, but, but sorry, yeah. I've been paid by RT to do the programme and I'm quite happy with what they're paying me or something. And, uh, you know, I can't accept your money. You so know. you sent it back to Brian Epstein. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think you're going, going to make it anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Brian. <laughs> Thanks for the fire, but it didn't work. I think it was Morgan who said one time somebody gave him 20 cigarettes, you know. All right. Something All like right. That. But did you also love the music or was it most, most, <laughs> mostly the being a DJ that I liked the hook? Yeah, well, no, I liked the music, like, but I, I wanted to be a DJ, but uh, it doesn't mean that I liked all the music that I had to right, play, you know. Right. But but well, who I, would I you have loved? In, in I like I like because um, that was I, the early sixties, late fifties rock and roll stuff. Yeah, it would, it, it, it would have been the yeah sixties, early sixties. Yeah, but it came up with the Beatles, of course, you know, and, right. and the Stones. They used to say that you couldn't like the Beatles and the Stones, yeah, okay. but but right. still all all rubbish. Right. Okay. It's like you couldn't hate, you couldn't love Cliff and Elvis. Yeah, that's not. You know what I mean? Cliff was more was more a rocker then yeah he was uh, and Elvis yeah. I was always a big fan of Elvis you yeah, know, from the beginning that. yeah, yeah. And, but at and the time it was a lot of good pop music because I think I think I've said it a lot of those years are denigrated 60 to 63 yeah. as if not that but there was a lot of the crystals the, the Phil Spector right, yeah, stuff Phil Spector. girl groups yeah yeah and Elvis and Cliff were not as bad as everyone seems to remember not at all who's that oh Grania oh, hi hi how are you hi there so no, there was the, sorry. No, you're all right. So it was good music, and it was a good time to be kind of started yeah. to play that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it was you know? actually, and and, and it, it was the start of, of the kind of like uh, the Beatles kind of I suppose was a kind of a a, a point, a focal point. Yeah. Of you know the uh, the start of, of yeah, and of we something. were in there in in a, in a yeah. way. Even I mean, Brendan 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 Boy was the boy who turned out who started slagged off the Beatles one night <laughs> in Liverpool when they played support. Yeah, that's right. You know right, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you must yeah. have... And I saw yeah. the, so the Capitol and the Miami, and there was the, a nice buzz here, too. <coughs> there was a buzz. The show, I mean, people forget that. And, and, and uh, I mean, they, they could get kind of 5,000 people in on these yeah. ballrooms, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you probably never see that day again because it's, it's fragmented. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, there's probably absolutely. the same amount of people going, going out, but they're going to all different All right. Uh, Does venues. it annoy you when you see all that era and all that music? And I know there's a lot of rubbish, but there's oh, a lot yeah. of good stuff, too. Does it annoy you when this blanket dismissal of everything that was made in Ireland before oh, yeah. and Lizzie? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's. Of you know, it is a know. load of rubbish, but but I mean, there's there's good and bad, and it's just it's bad stuff today. Like there's yeah, good stuff today, and there's bad stuff yeah. in every decade. People yeah. say the eighties were terrible. There's good stuff in the eighties too. Yeah. Yeah, there was less good stuff though. There's less good stuff. <laughs> yes, all right. And some of them say the seventies, but the seventies was most you know, enough lot of disco stuff and that kind of thing. There was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we weeded out in time. Did yeah, you, you you said there you, when you asked Flory about going to Luxembourg? Mm. That was when 64, 65? It must have been. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, six, uh, sixty-five. Because Butch, Butch was, was 64. 64, was it? Yeah, yeah. Sixty-five. We were just, I know we weren't long married at the time, so it would, it would have been all about right. that. Did she from the start? Now I've heard this lovely story. And who said? Aidan said to me this morning. She put you out in the shed in the back with all your records. Yeah, it's still out there. Yeah, it's still out there. <laughs> but is it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's out there. But why? We, did she confine you to the back with your no it was, records? No, it wasn't that <laughs> as bad as that, really. But uh, I have a barn building out there. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, it, it started. They started to creep. The, the records started to creep everywhere. Oh, you know. Okay. And like in bedrooms. Every door you open. Yeah, and the bedrooms yeah. and all. There were records all over the place. You know. <laughs> 
and <laughs> as more kids came along she said well, well you know we'd have to do this bedroom up and we'd have to put right. kids in it right. and we'd have, you should get somewhere for those records <laughs> you know and put them somewhere and uh, <clears throat> so I decided I'd get this Barna building anyway alright uh, so uh, my thinking of it as a small garden shed is not what it is right well it's there because somebody said to me don't think of it as a little kind of for your garden utensils and is, it, is that where your whole hi-fi that's what I work yeah that's right okay there, there. All right, okay. All right. So how many children do you have? You said when the children were born and all. You have five, four. But where did they break down? Two daughters, uh, I'm saying. Are they uh, two daughters? They're two daughters. They were the two youngest. All right. Um, I have th- uh, two daughters and two boys. Jared. Did you know Jared? I don't know. He no. was, he was, uh, he was, well, he was on, he used to do overnights on 2FM. Oh, okay. He was... <coughs> Was dropped. He was there for the rest of never about nine years. He does. He oh, does a bit on stage. Right. Yeah. They, they, do you wonder when they when they um they put on the uh, the kind of machine or radio man or something like that? So All right. He works in a studio in town, Beacon Studios. There, okay. Recorded voice right. But he does a bit on Today FM. He was on last week twice on Today FM. Oh, was he? All from right. From five to seven in the morning, he does a bit. Right. And Zorla, she's a hockey coach in in okay. um, Muckrath. She's two kids. She's married. She's two kids. Then there's David. You know David? No. Yeah. Me and I. No. Oh, too, yeah, but I wouldn't see. I wouldn't. I don't make oh, yeah. this the natural link. Yeah, he's you know, the okay, mar- the marketing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the director of them. All right, okay, and uh, and then the scrum, you know, the last one that popped in there, and the right. Sinead is the one you met when you came there. All right, okay. System. All right, did did the music career was Flory always supportive of the career? Actually, <coughs> was yeah. I mean, I know. Well, I mean, when I, when when um. Like yeah, even from the start, when it was hard to make ends meet with the yeah, sponsor programs. She never, no, she never, ever. Um, Said, get a real job. No, never. <laughs> get a real pay. Your mother was the one that Except the fivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we need, you can have all your ethics <laughs> and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I need the fiver. What, no. what did your mum say? Did no, she was always thinking. What about your dad? I didn't have a proper job. He oh. died when we were very young, you know. We, we, um, <clears throat> there was eight of us, like, you know, and, and um, he died. He was only 51 or something. My mother lived very she was 87. Your dad was only 51. Yeah. What did your dad have? Yeah. 51. Maybe eight kids. And she was. Forty something, I think. And, uh, when he died, yeah. What did he die of? He died of cancer. God, at yeah, that age. At that age, yeah. All right, that was that was. Very, that and uh, and um, he, she she uh, she we, we had two sweet, two shops, which news agents. Yeah. One for every and then Marlborough Street. Do you remember um, his death? And do you remember the yeah, circumstance? How old were you? <coughs> I was ten, I think. All right. Was, yeah. So, what memory would you have of it? You wouldn't have been aware of the of the no, consequences. I going to though, see him. He was in Hume Street. Yeah, I can right. remember that. And uh, he was kind of saying, "Could be, yeah, I'll be good boys. Look after your mother." Or something. But was he giving you the goodbye speech? <clears throat> Probably, and it didn't kind but of. It wouldn't have registered. Wouldn't have registered kind of like that, you know. All right. Okay. <laughs> but I remember, yeah, some of my bigger, older brothers bringing me in. <clears throat> but um, but did he die over a long time, and was it was it a horrible? No, seemingly, uh, seemingly, and and, and I. I He's never oh told right. us, you know, okay. yeah. well, well, he, yeah. he died from something, he, he, uh, cancer, and I, I presume it must have been, but, um, <coughs> uh, no, because they said that, that uh, when they, when they, I can remember we were in, we were in, in Scaries on our holidays, where we had a house, and you know, people used to get a, take houses in yeah. Scaries for those for two months or a month or two, yeah. and that kind of stuff, yeah. and we, we, had, we had, we were down there, supposed to be for two months, and we had to come back. Because he died in August, we were supposed to be there for July and August. That's what I can remember. Yeah, and right. We had to come back because um, uh, some of the f- some of the fellows went back in the bus or the train, and we were brought in a taxi. I remember because we were small or something. I can you know the, right, and, yeah, and yeah. Um, he he uh, 
he had to go into hospital. I remember he was ill down there. But no, seemingly they, they whatever he, compl- he was complaining of, and when they opened him up, the country, he was right, full of riddle or right, something like that. Right. But it must have been then hard for your mum. Yeah, she, she, she was, uh, and, she, and she had yeah. to kind of go back in. So what, did you just have two shops then? Yeah, yes, they two. Right. And um, <coughs> so uh, she one of them went first, I think. One was she the most sold, and then... Did you just have to sell it, or was it just... I don't know. I, no, I, I think... I think uh, <coughs> it, it was a very small shop. No, no, oh, she, 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 okay. no she, um, she lived till she was... She was 87, I think, when she All died. Right. Okay. Two years ago, just... And she, she was... Um, so she reared herself. She used to think I didn't have a proper job. Yeah, could, which you, can, you, see, yeah, you can hear. Like, you could say that to me in one way, and it sound like what well, most mothers would say. It. Yeah. But in the circumstances of a daddy dying, yeah. and a mother having to organise things, yeah. you can almost hear. Like if you, <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. really she get used to a say, job. Like, organising, organising, my name. She used to yeah. say, well, organising got a proper job. You know? right. <laughs> right. That fellow's blowing plenty of money. You know. Well, when did she? Well, she must have finally said, "Hey, it is a proper job." Yeah. Ah, yes, she was in the week she was in. Well, strangely enough, she was. She was shortly before she died. She died. She was in Vincent's, All right. and um, she she couldn't get two FM and, and on the All radio. Right. You know? oh, okay. And I, I said, oh, she's the one who picked it the award. She said, you can't get. She says. Radio two in here, you know, and right. so on, so on, so on. and she was kind of complaining to the nurses about it. Okay, and I'm sure them. I said they must have had this hilarious. This whole thing. It's like, great, though, isn't it? Great. Yeah, I said to her, I bring you in a, tra- I bring you in a trans- yeah, which yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, she, right. she, she said it's disgraceful. You know, she says no, you can't get Radio two, and you can't. That is disgraceful. <laughs> she can only get Radio one and the BBC and things like that. You know, because she used to right. listen to me every day. You know, I was only kidding so, earlier when I said you had the family working for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you have to have them. <laughs> even the, the mother. mother yeah, the man is in Vincent. up or yeah. <laughs> so, but she did. But in seriousness, mm, she yeah. she fully accepted by that stage. Ah, yes, she did. Yes, of course, that's yeah. What you've done was right. Right, yeah. So you always had proud, that throughout, and then the kids and all always must have seen what you were doing as cool and yeah, and, and they great. did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're, they're all they're all there. Uh, <laughs> people said they're not follow your well, they, well Jared in, in a way yeah, did I suppose, yeah. and uh, the girls didn't. Oh, Sinead, she she works in the den. All right. She oh, does a bit behind okay. the scenes kind of right. stuff. Like she did sort of ballet firm or something like that. She wanted to be in it, but the All other right. the other two girls were in sport in Grania's in works in Alessia. This crowd doing uh, All merchandise right, okay. and stuff. And right. Or in hockey and. Uh, so Davis overall, you feel it was the right decision, and your whole family would have would agree. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that that's the life you chose, and and, and no, but that's what I wanted to be like, and it's great to do what you what you like and to get. Excuse me. To get up every morning and say that you're going to work, it must but be awesome it, and do a job that you hate or something. But doesn't it also help a marriage? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know when well, you're we going out with that job. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I hope you enjoyed the first part of my two-part podcast, looking back on the life of Larry Gogan. Thank you for listening.